I'm Bridget Fettesy, and this is your Dumpster Fire for the weeks of March 28th to April 10th. And the unicorns dance while the world burns, world burns, world burns. Nobody really wants to be here. We really team. struggled to be shooting right now. I hope it's you all like know 4 that. p.m. on <laughs> Saturday for all of those of you who want to know. Yeah, usually we shoot at like 11 or 12. Yeah, we're a little bit behind. It's hard when it's like kind of all the news stories were just sucky and they they just made us all want to like the even more cynical and we're all just kind of like this just makes us want to and die. <laughs> does, the, does the news make you want to die? This dumpster fire is for you. <laughs> or maybe this not for you because it might make you actually might push you over the edge. I think it's all the gaslighting that's really getting to me after four years of Trump and the pivoting and the, oh, kids in cages and now there's more kids in cages. I thought things would get better, but it seems like it's getting worse. Right, Like right. the race war seems to be getting worse. And with the end of the pandemic insight, we all thought it was going to get better, but now it's like the whole- uh, Vaxport. Yeah. Like, LOL, JK. Everything's become a culture war. Uh-huh. Everybody's using everything to signal where they stand. It just, I hate, I really just hate it all. And it's literally just people being like, oh, my side is for this. Well, I'm for that too. Yeah, things that people ostensibly should all be against or for seem like it, it will, we are just a divided nation. Uh-huh. And I, I'm having a hard time accepting that. That being said, we're here. We're shooting. Okay. Anyway, if you feel like you hate everything, you're not alone. <laughs> Please donate to Fetacy.com. <laughs> yes. Please join us at Fetacy.com where we're hating everyone together. It is actually helpful to go into that place. Sometimes I was reading some stuff in there today being like, oh, people really find each other in here. No, it's great. That community, uh, again, the community is saving me just because it seems like an oasis of sanity and a sea of cluster fucking storm hacks and bad faith takes. If you feel like you're struggling, you're not alone because we're struggling too. <laughs> it shouldn't be this challenging to make fun of the news, but if you're trying to make fun of everyone being a dishonest fucking lying hack, I really do understand why John Stewart lost his mind. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's do this. We will try and cover what's been going on in the world and make fun of all of it and hopefully do some laughing while the world burns. Olden chief. <laughs> Biden's dog major bites someone else. Apparently this dog bites a lot of people. This dog has problems, but I am now convinced that this is actually Biden biting people and <laughs> pooping all over the White House. And he just is blaming the dog. It's like blaming the dog when you fart. Girls oh, do this all the time. Uh... And guys know. They know when we're lying. <laughs> <laughs> then we have parade of sleaze bags. Because Jesus fucking Christ. This is another just depressing aspect of this week is the parade of scummy sleaze bags that just waltzes around our government and is in leadership positions. Matt Gatz, the Republican congressman, is that what he is? Yeah, yeah. he's a congressman, I think. He's like a representative or some shit. Yeah. I've been trying to ignore this story because I've never liked the look on that guy's face. He he is exactly the kind of scumbag I would imagine him to be just based on everything going on with the face. (laughs) He looks like the kind of guy that would share your nudies with his buddies and laugh about it and pass them around. (laughs) Or the kind of guy who would... 
uh, come up with a point system for <laughs> s- like sleeping with di- various members of your administration. Yeah. And this is exactly start a sex game, basically. He looks like the kind of guy that would roofie you at a frat party. <laughs> totally. He is definitely that guy. No offense to Matt Gatz, but you look like the kind of guy that I would stay very far away from. And probably like the Uber driver who tries to hug you after you <laughs> Ew. That happened to me one time. Ew. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I let him hug me. Ew. Ew. <laughs> it's easier. It's easier. Just take it. Yeah. Just be silent. Take no. it. And- have you learned nothing from these girls? Who Go like, shower. Yeah, I've learned that, that they don't know shit about how to reject a man and stay alive in a dangerous situation. You take that hug and you hope you don't get raped. <laughs> I should be a motivational speaker for teenage children. <laughs> Men really don't understand what it's like no because no. you've got to coddle their ego uh-huh. and like men get weird when you reject them and you're alone <laughs> <laughs> like matt gatz who knows all right then we have hunter biden has a memoir and is on a book tour and laughing about his shenanigans with fucking jimmy kimmel this reeks of cuomo on his book tour while the olds were dying in droves in his nursing homes doing a victory lap yeah, yeah. you're Just like what five days sober and you're on your in book tour about how to get sober. I hate that they're trying to rebrand this guy as like the picture of sobriety, first of all. The most insidious drug for me, and I think for many people that deal with addiction, is alcohol. You've had a hard life. There's no question about it. Second of all, laughing about how you maybe had ties to a foreign government and ha ha ha, that laptop, I don't know if it was mine. We know it was yours. It's all sketchy. And Jimmy Kimmel just laughing with you and gaslighting all of us about this is nauseating. And when they ask you if that was your laptop, you say you don't know. I really don't know. And the fact of the matter is it's a red herring. And it's as gross as the pictures of Hunter with those freaking prostitutes, mostly because I feel bad for that poor dog that's looking at the camera. I don't want to shame drug addicts because I have been one. I. It's also funny, too, because he's like, yeah, I, I looked through the carpet to find drugs. Yeah, no sh- that's called being a drug addict. Like, you're not special. <laughs> yeah. and uh, But it was just that whole, like, oh, I can't remember with the laptop uh, if that laptop was mine because I was on so many drugs. Ha, 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 ha. I don't know if I met Donnie Jr. because I've been in some dark places. Do you know Donald yeah. Trump Jr.? No. Never met the guy. No. Well, I've been in some pretty, pretty rough places. <laughs> Hunter gives me the same feeling that Matt Gatz's face gives me. (laughs) We are a nation of scumbags, and proving that is our next story. Bad Bobby (laughs) broke OnlyFans' record by making $1 million in six hours. Cash me outside. Cash me outside. How about that? She's cashing it all She's cashing it outside. She's the girl who went viral on Dr. Phil for saying being just a little punk ass bitch with her mom, and when she was like thirteen. When she was thirteen, and then she she went viral, took that viral fame, became a rapper. These hoes be fake balling. And then she was teasing her fans for years as she approached turning eighteen with an OnlyFans account. 
apparently there were all kinds of scummy, creepy little Hunter Biden and Matt Gaetz types <laughs> who couldn't wait for her to turn 18 so that they could go rush and donate to her OnlyFans, in which she made a million dollars in six hours. Uh-huh. I was like, I've lost the will to live. <laughs> Here we are. Working for you, the people out here. This is our 53rd episode. (laughs) We have not come close to a million dollars. 53 hours plus we've spent. Plus all the hours editing and writing. Yeah, it's like 150 hours and we've made exactly $1,600. (laughs) We're grateful for all of you, though, subscribers. Those of you who do donate to us here at Fetacy.com, we appreciate you. And we know that you're not scumbags or you're a special kind of scumbag, the kind of scumbag that we are, who sits on the fence and laughs while the world burns. (laughs) (sighs) It all reminds me of when I got called a scumbag in a sex call right before they gave me a new name. I had to yell in front of a whole group of people, I'm a scumbag! My new name was Prem Sarita. Uh Uh-huh. They break you down before they build you back up. Yeah. It means river of love. Ah. So after he called me a scumbag, he gave me a pretty name. And then wanted you to be his sex slave. (laughs) Take the name from the sex guru and hope you don't get raped. (laughs) Troll in exile. Trump takes the microphone at a wedding in Palm Beach to lay into Joe Biden and the border crisis. The border's not good. The border's the worst anybody's ever seen it. This is exactly what I expect this guy to be doing. Just crashing weddings (laughs) (laughs) at his own country club or whatever, whatever that place is. Probably a place where a lot of women have been raped. Oh, boy. (laughs) And then he shows up, takes a microphone. He can't wait to get a microphone in his hand just so he can air his grievances at a wedding. I mean, are you even getting married at Mar-a-Lago if Trump didn't air his grievances about how the election was stolen in his toast to you and your bride? I don't think you did. I don't believe it. Get 66 million votes, sir. Well, I got 75 million, but you know, you saw what happened. Like, imagine showing up at someone's wedding and being like, the election was stolen from me. Oh, and like, my God. How are we doing in Iran, huh? They're telling me about Iran. How are we doing with Iran? The best part of that video is like the sad band in the background <laughs> waiting to play. You know, like the cake is just kind of drooping. Everybody's waiting. It's just so funny. It's like, this is exactly the kind of person that I expect to be on the other side of this disgraced presidency. Uh huh. All right. Then we have what is happening? Sweden axes Bill Gates funded experiment to dim the sun. <laughs> We have a constant group chat throughout the whole week or weeks that we're off where we're just sending each other stories that we inevitably throw on the board. And then Sam was saying, don't forget about Bill Gates. Sam said, <laughs> then Gates tried to dim the sun in Sweden last week by by using essentially a hot air balloon filled with chalk dust. And then Sweden said, get wrecked, Gates, and didn't allow it. <laughs> and I texted, okay. <laughs> and... Bridge was like, no, that's actually true, Mag. And I was like, I believe it's true. It's just really a really weird few sentences to read. Yeah, it's true. Uh, People are always saying Bill Gates is out of control because he's actually trying to do this, trying to dim the sun. Well, 
Okay. I read the article and it was chip talking. (laughs) It was a Harvard study and Bill Gates funded by Bill Gates. Partially he he funds like this Harvard like program. You know who else funded Harvard studies? Epstein. (laughs) (laughs) So you're saying a lot of women have gotten raped in Harvard. When we don't have any jokes, we go straight for the rape jokes. <laughs> Sam's just shaking her head. Bill Gates has a God complex. He might have a God complex. He might. Yes, I'm not. I mean, he has saved that. millions of lives and also given toilets to lots of people who wouldn't have a God complex. Tell uh, me why this is a good idea. It was. It's an experiment <laughs> as kind of like a backup for climate change in terms of it's kind of like an emergency ripcord of trying to see if this would work to slow down the climate change rather than the trying to reduce carbon emissions that kind of thing this is kind of like a backup emergency you realize how bad insane this sounds right it sounds insane (laughs) yes for sure but apparently there's some science to back it up so whatever who knows? I don't trust science anymore. I don't trust anything. I don't trust Bill Gates. <laughs> I don't trust. That is fundamentally the problem and the source of all of my nihilism is that I don't trust anything anymore. Because if you had said that exact headline, I would say, oh, this has got to be fake. And even if it's some actual study, that's a, a real headline that's a real thing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then there was this other headline that came out. Silicon Valley betting billions that young blood will help the old live longer. (laughs) So in other words, there is a tunnel under the Getty. (laughs) This isn't going to do very much to dispel all those conspiracy theories about the old people and Hillary Clinton drinking everybody's blood. The baby blood. I don't think this helps. Q was right. (laughs) We are now living in the Alex Jones timeline. He apparently rescued some, like, migrant kids, but I think it was a staged video this past week. Oh, yeah, because he had, like, boom mics and lights and cameras. <laughs> but I guess when you're going down to the border, you probably want to have all of that. You guys are calling that car right now. Where are you taking these kids? That's illegal. You got those smuggled children illegally. This is the massive smuggling. They don't even have car seats. Sir, no, their seatbelts are seat even on. It might have just been a lovely family going out to ice cream. Jack and kids in the trunk of their car. <laughs> you want to go to IHOP? Hey, that reminds me of the time my stepdad put all of us in the trunk. Oh, boy. <laughs> Look, <laughs> if you don't want to get raped by your stepdad, <laughs> you go in the trunk. <laughs> you just get in that trunk and shut your mouth. <laughs> dumpster diving. What's next? In the dumpster that is this week's dumpster fire. <laughs> This dumpster fire is giving me life, though. Oh, <laughs> so much. All the life. rape jokes are really <laughs> <laughs> brightening the mood. Oh, yeah. For some reason, rape jokes are the lightest part of this whole <laughs> timeline that we have. Okay. Women in Swiss military no longer have to wear men's underwear. <laughs> Look, if you don't want to get raped, <laughs> maybe the men's underwear is a good idea in the Swiss military. <laughs> Why do they? Why do they have to still wear the men's undies? They I, had a uniform, just like a standard uniform generic. all across the board, so everybody got the same exact. 
You would think that they would make some exceptions if there were women in the military. Especially because it's not showing, you know? I hope it's not showing. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe Sheath should give the women in Sweden some undies. They should sponsor the Swiss military. (laughs) Nothing says combat like... Paisley? Paisley. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing says combat like Paisley panties. These Paisley panties don't run. Hey. It was created by a veteran. Exactly. Sheath was created by an Iraq war veteran. Our beloved sponsor, we love Sheath. We love them. See? I wear these every day. They passed the washer and dryer test. They were made by an Iraq war veteran to help keep his parts dry in the desert to keep those ginormous balls that you all carry around with you from getting stuck to the leg in that dry heat. And they have a nice little zen pouch and you put your little, your big, or whatever size they might be, they're all welcome in the zen pouch and it keeps it separate from your junk. It's Apparently a miracle. they're revolutionary. Seriously, my, my husband is obsessed with these. He wants, uh, he thinks that they are genius and they're super comfortable. And then they have a brand new women's underwear line, which I am rocking. And they are made of modal fabric. It's so comfortable and supportive, which as a woman you know is very important. The matching sets are super cute. Promo code DUMPSTER for 20% off your entire order. That is Dumpster for 20% off your entire order at sheathunderwear.com. The link is in the description below. California. California. Caitlyn Jenner might be running for governor. And I, for one, am all for it. Tick tock on the clock, but the party don't stop. I will absolutely vote for Caitlyn Jenner over Gavin Newsom. Yeah, well, I don't know. After seeing that Caitlyn Jenner TikTok video, I- that sold you? No, that's, that's, what sold that's, me. that's the only thing that I, that makes me hesitant. Was that how she launched her campaign? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I think that was done years ago. Right? I'm I'm definitely going to start the call for Gavin Newsom being transphobic for not giving up his governorship to this trans woman who deserves it more than he does. An entitled white male with all of his privilege should give it up to another entitled white male whose patriarchy is very crafty and she is going to be our next governor. Right, because we just give trans women whatever they want now, right? (laughs) In this case, I'm all for it. I'm going to use this argument against them. Patriarchy is so crafty. She will take the governorship from stupid Gavin Newsom. Get wrecked, Newsom. All right, then we have everything is racist. The chop suey font is racist. This is a CNN actual article. Mind you, it is a deep dive. It wasn't just a short article. It was a long form article that was too long for me to read because I skimmed it. And it turns out they are trying to stoke a race war. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is problematic. It's We are problematizing everything, and it's solely just to divide all of us and make each other hate one another. Uh-huh. And, and, and it's to like, give these journalists something to write about, because apparently it's just like they just, are, what can I write about? What's racist this week? Oh, my God. They're just, font. they're just eating their noodles, mm-hmm. and they're like, what's racist? And they're like, I know. I can problematize anything. Then we have Capitalism Always Wins. Nike settles lawsuit against company that produced Little Nas X Satan shoes. Ah, 
there was something kind of quaint and nostalgic about the old-fashioned Satan panics that we used to have. <laughs> the good old days when mom baked apple pie and kids were listening to rock and roll that turned them to Satan. And instantly, the right wing, which is hilarious because right wing media tries so hard now to be part of the culture and they are always losing the culture wars and always will because they're insanely reactive. Uh-huh. They just cannot help themselves. So the minute that this these shoes came out with the pentagram and the upside down cross and the drop of blood in them, they were like, what, what, what? But we must think of the children. And like they, they just get trolled endlessly by these people and they think it's hilarious. And it was the same group, Mischief, which we covered a couple of weeks ago because they got in trouble by Boston Dynamics for attaching the paintball gun to spot the robot dog. And Mischief is this kind of clout chasing, you know, art collective that wants to be famous and found themselves in a bit of hot water this week because they were the group behind the Satan shoes in which they use Nike shoes and then they redid them as Satan shoes and sold them for $10,018, which was a reference to Luke 10:18 where the angel gets kicked out of heaven and he becomes Satan. And the corporation of all corporations, the one that represents capitalism more than anything to me, with its child slaves. And its racist <laughs> swoosh. Yeah. I'm not going after Nike anymore. Don't, uh, don't pass that cancel swoosh around anymore, kids. I don't need to get a lawsuit from Nike. And Kaepernick and taking the knee with the Nikes and all of it. They went after mischief. And they won. Yeah, you don't fuck with Nike like that. Come Morons. on. Morons. And then our own brand of capitalism winning. Yes. If you'd like to get in on our brand of capitalism winning, we have t-shirts that are saying, this is my vaccine passport. <laughs> mischief makers that we are. <laughs> We're the real mischief. We're the real mischief makers. BridgetPedicy.com. Oh, by the way, like, subscribe, comment, touch our bells and buttons. Maggie wants to know your favorite Bible verse. <laughs> so give me long diatribes about your favorite Bible verse. What Bible verse should we read to the sleaze bags we mentioned before in the show <laughs> to cleanse their dirty, dirty souls? Sorry. Speaking of souls, R.I.P. <laughs> Speaking of souls, uh, DMX and Prince Philip. Two completely <laughs> disparate ends of the culture. Speaking of, <laughs> yes, we had Prince Philip, who we all knew was going to die. I think we covered him two weeks ago. Uh-huh. I think he might have been dead two weeks ago when we covered it. <laughs> he was 99. He lived yeah. a great life. Yeah. RIP to Prince Philip. And then more importantly, <laughs> DMX. Oh, that's sad. That one hurt me. Earl Simmons, artist known as DMX. He, it seems like everyone had a heartfelt story about him on the internet. Yeah. Just every, he was just such a good guy. He was always doing cool things and meeting people on planes and taking them to shows and going back to the place where he was and helping the kids. And I mean, just an amazing man, an amazing artist in that voice. Mm. That scratchy, just mm-hmm. guttural, Raspy. just so yeah. hot. Yeah. I loved him. 
struggled and um, I hope he rests in peace. It's really sad. Sometimes people want to feel worse. You know I mean, they don't always want to feel better. Who the fuck wants to be happy all the time? You get taken advantage of all the time. Happy all the time. Then we have proof we're living in a simulation. Lots of robots. Lots of robots. The robots are coming for us. Can we just not? The, all, the only reason I want to cover this, 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 all these different robots is because this is what I want people to know was our demise. And now they can open doors. They can open doors. <laughs> it's exactly like Jurassic Park where they're like, oh, as long as they don't learn how to open doors. <laughs> I must have figured out how to open doors. I love how they show them just doing these cute little things. Yeah. Like, they're just cleaning up the laundry and they're putting it in a basket behind you. And, and they're just going to pick up all the toys that the kids drop. And then they're going to murder you in your sleep. <laughs> Clever girl. Clever girl. I'm not comfortable with any of it. No, they're, and they're making them indestructible. I know. We're morons. They're putting neural links and monkeys. Like, that's not going to go horribly wrong. <laughs> Pager simply thinks about moving his hand up or down. The reason Neuralink works is because it's recording and decoding electrical signals. Haven't you people seen Planet of the Apes? They're animals. It's going to slaughter us. I do not start this war. Maybe the ape army will take on the robot army and is destroy that the real other? <laughs> Godzilla versus King Kong. It's the robot versus the Neuralink apes. Ugh. Speaking of Neuralink monkeys, my nemesis is at it again with his big plans to upend humanity. <laughs> Elon Musk's business partner says he could build the real Jurassic Park with genetically engineered dinosaurs. I feel like somebody didn't read to the end of that book to see how that turned out for them. I've decided... Not to endorse your park. Ah, the ego of man never learns. There are multiple timelines that are playing out in our choose-your-own-adventure reality. We're at a, we're at a divergent point. <laughs> yes, we are. Are we going to end up on Mars? Is a Neuralink band of monkeys going to come kill us? Will it be robots that have been hacked by the Chinese? Will it be the rich elites who used all of our blood to go back to their youthful selves and now they need to farm us all? Or Bill Gates <laughs> blotting out the sun? Or will it just be good old-fashioned climate change? Conspiracy Corner with Sammy Flaps and Folds. Is Bridget in on Agenda 2030? Yes, I am going to be hosting this Wednesday, World Creativity and Innovation Week. I start off, I'm giving the keynote talk and then interviewing 12 people, some of whom are the guy who wrote the book, How to Think Like Leonardo da Vinci, and I'm also interviewing a woman who is growing bugs for us to eat protein. <laughs> I do not appreciate this, Bridget. <laughs> if you go to the website, I, it's just deep in the agenda 2030. It even says something about how they would like to have all of these things. We achieve them all by 2030. Yes. and if It you, is important that we achieve them all by the 2030. Sustainable development goals. I think it's connected to the United Nations too, isn't and it? Because yeah. <laughs> the, the UN has the sustainable development goals, which is part of the World Economic Forum, which is also part of the World Health Organization. Which anyway, What's important is that Bridget's 
got an in now, so we have a way to Bridget you know, might ride be out the storm. I'm trying to get Davos. that Davos money. <laughs> Look, I want a key to the underground tunnels when Bill Gates blots out the sun and eradicates 75% of the global population. <laughs> As a keynote speaker, you should receive a key, should you not? That's Perhaps exactly what keynote means. Two extra keys for... Me oh, Sam, Maggie. you're out. You're dead. You're part of the... <laughs> Forget it, Sam. You've been blowing the whistle on them for too long. <laughs> I will be the whistleblower. You're going to be the dead whistleblower. <laughs> then we have breaking Bridget. The Vax port. Oh, I've been fired up. This is part of the reason I haven't paid attention to any of the other news. Because this is the only thing that I can focus on because I feel like it's a line in the sand. This idea of a vaccine passport, which, by the way, a year ago was considered something that if you said was a conspiracy. In fact, Sam told us that these were coming and I believe we laughed at her. In our <laughs> and speech. the UN now has a biometric digital wallet for all of its employees that was announced earlier this week. Dun, dun, dun. The United Nations is ready to digitally transform how it deals with identity. Introducing the UN Digital ID. All of your personal, HR, medical, travel, security, payroll, and pension data in the palm of your hand. They're testing it out on them first before they make it mandatory for everybody else. Sammy Agenda FNF 2030. went deep down the rabbit hole. I don't look think it she's up. ever coming back. <laughs> ID 2020. You can look it up in our dumpster fires. And told her that she was just being ridiculous. And here we are again with the tunnels under the Getty and the Vaxport being presented to us. And who's <laughs> laughing now? All of dumpster fire is just a record of how Sam's been right all along. <laughs> So I am not excited about this because I don't think that you should need a vaccine passport to travel around your own country domestically, get on planes, go to movies. If the vaccine is working the way that they say it's working scientifically, there's lots of evidence that it is working. You should just be able to get that vaccine. Shut the f*** up about it. Don't ask anybody else if they have it and go on with your life. Who cares if everybody around you has it or not? It really shouldn't matter. And instead, we want to implement some kind of digital system in which you would be tracked anywhere you went, as far as I know, and you would have to put your health information in there. And then if you're somebody who can't get the vaccine for some kind of reason, you'll be given a, an exemption. But in order to get, get that exemption, you're going to have to reveal your health information. And call me crazy, but the argument just stops right at the place where I don't trust the government, big tech, and corporations with any more power than they've already been given. That's it. That's where the argument ends for me. I don't trust them. We've given them tons of power. We, they've taken a lot of power over the lockdowns. And now it kind of feels like they're taking that power that we gave them and they're giving it back to us and saying, oh, we're going to let you do these things that you used to do all the time, but it's going to be conditional. If you're vaccinated, you can do all these things. Here are all these freedoms that you have because otherwise people are going to go out and enjoy these freedoms anyway. And a lot of people will argue it's the free markets. No, it's not the free markets. This is the public sector and the private sector collaborating in one of a creepy, duplicitous kind of meeting of the minds where they say, oh, we're going to set the standards here at the government in conjunction with the UN and all of these public organizations and the government in particular, Joe Biden's or 
administration has come out and said that they're helping and working with these private organizations to set these standards. And then it's going to appear like it's just the private sector who's rolling these out because businesses want to make sure that they are taking care of their customers. It seems a lot like really just a way for them to get out of liability because they're probably worried about being sued. It totally is because then it turns into the individual then suing the company and the owners or managers of the company than the government. The government's refusing the liability and putting it on the business owner. Right. But the the government, we have no recourse because in the event that you're basically forcing people to get these vaccines and people will say it's a choice just a choice, Bridget. You can choose to get the vaccine or not. And you can choose to get the Vaxport or not. No, it's not a choice. It's not a choice if I want to fly home and see my family or go partake in a movie or go to a museum or do any of those things that you do when you're a member of society. That's a false choice. It's not true. It's a ridiculous argument. And you're creating two tiers of society, people who are vaccinated and willing to get the Vaxport and people who are unvaccinated and or vaccinated and unwilling to get the vax port, which seems like it would be a terrible idea in general. But in more importantly, it will affect people who are vulnerable, disadvantaged, have disabilities, can't get the vaccine. There's a high instance of people who are marginalized, who don't necessarily trust the government for very good reasons or the healthcare system also for good reasons, who are vaccine hesitant. There are people who are just vaccine hesitant because, you know, these vaccines, they've only been on the market for like a year and they've only been tested for like three months. So I don't really blame anybody for being vaccine hesitant. And I certainly wouldn't force somebody to put this in their body. I just would not put that on anybody. What happened to my body, my choice? What drives me crazy is it's being conflated with being an anti-vaxxer that you can be if you're against the vaccine passport you're an anti-vaxxer right is also a false equivalency well there's all kinds of false equivalencies there's the false equivalency that you need a yellow card to go travel to places with yellow fever and an immunization card i'm not talking about international travel countries can do whatever they want they can just they can set the standard for what you need to arrive into a country that's a completely separate argument It's not the same as schools either. People say, oh, kids need vaccinations for schools. Yeah, well, adults don't need them to partake in society. These are two completely separate things. Mm -hmm. You don't just get to extend this to everything and everywhere you go. And by the way, you're actually kind of mandating everybody get the vaccine, only you're not doing it honestly. Mm -hmm. It's just a dishonest way of forcing people into getting the vaccine. Mm -hmm. And there are plenty of people who have reasons to be hesitant, and I don't feel like it's my right to tell anybody what they should do with their body. And people will make the argument, oh, it's for the good of society. We need herd immunity. Well, we're getting there. People, Most people are getting the vaccine. And we don't have any recourse if stuff goes wrong with these vaccines, by the way. We can't sue pharmaceutical companies. It seems insane to me that anybody would be forced to get this. And the way they're doing it is by trying to manufacture consent using social pressure and the free markets, even though it's not the free markets at all. I've been just on fire about this. Yeah. But also, if Trump said you need a vaccine passport. <clears throat> yeah, that's the other part that drives me crazy is it feels like this is another instance of the culture wars where people who would probably be against this if 
for example, Trump was somebody who's floating this idea. But people who are saying, oh, these everything is that everything is racist crowd. Where are you right now? This is Mm -hmm. something that actually could be racist. You're telling me that something that excludes somebody if you don't have that paper you don't have your phone you're gonna get kicked out of a restaurant or you're gonna get kicked out you're telling me this won't be used uh, in in ways that are not good for populations in our country that we're supposed to be taking care of right now how is it how does it work if you're homeless Mm -hmm. and if you have to use this on public transportation who's keeping this information who's storing it where does the information go all of these companies have been hacked they've sold our data the government has knowingly spied on us there's so many problems with something like this and people use this argument like well what's the big deal you give up this much information when you're on twitter or google that's the dumbest argument ever this is my least favorite argument just because i I've given up by choice, by the way, a certain amount of privacy and information, which I'm not even that comfortable with. And again, it's not a choice. You basically say yes and get to play or no, you don't get to play in these parts of the Internet. But still, it has nothing to do with me being able to go to a a baseball game just because I've given up these aspects. I'm supposed to now give up my personal health records. So I'm supposed to sacrifice my body to the cause. Big tech corporations. What happened to all the Bernie bros and all the people who were anti-big corporations and anti-big tech? What? Where are these people? How are they for this? You have been so terrified and scared by the media and the government in the past year that even people who are getting the vaccine are still scared to leave the house. It's like crazy to me. And the amount of fear that's going on in our culture is dangerous because historically governments, corporations, and now big tech don't usually use the collective fear to do anything other than manipulate a population and keep them in control. To me, this feels like social control. I'm going to push back against it while I can, which may not be long. It feels like it's already a foregone conclusion, but it's not yet. And if you hate the idea of a vaccine passport or vaccine certification, which they're trying to rebrand because they're realizing that vaccine passport has a bad connotation push back against it while you can there are some states that are just saying like get wrecked big tech and get out of here and next up to cleanse your palate from the dystopian nightmare that we're just skipping into willingly boiling like little frogs in a pot of water the internet is glorious I had Nick Gillespie on Watkins Welcome two weeks ago, and I had Heather Hying on the podcast this past week on Watkins Welcome. So check that out. Subscribe anywhere podcasts are found. You can listen. Heather and I had a great conversation about the vaccine passport. She's just so brilliant and compassionate. Please give them a listen. I wrote a column for Spectator with many of the points I just outlined. I hate the vax for it, and so should you. Check that out. It's flying around the internet. Put it on your Facebook and let the fight begin. (laughs) Please join us at Phetasy.com, our little oasis where we get to keep the riffraff out. Phetasy.com, you get the unedited version of Dumpster Fire, and you get it on Sundays. 
And you also get just a great community. And I work out Monday through Friday with the with the ladies, Sarah Connor workouts. It's super fun. Go for all of your merch needs, including the This Is My Vaccine Passport shirts and Politically Homeless shirts and You're Not Woke, You're Annoying shirts at BridgetFetacy.com. I would love you to thank our sponsor, Sheath, by going to SheathUnderwear.com and purchasing some of their goods. Use the code DUMPSTER for 20% off. Thank you to ZenPro Audio for this mic. Any of your audio needs, check out ZenPro Audio. Thank you, Better Fetacy, for all of your research. I would also like to thank Sam and Maggie, my delightful producers. Thank we you. made thank it. You. Thank you, patrons, supporters, viewers, anybody out there. We're screaming into the void. We're here for you. We hope it helps. <laughs> <laughs> this has been your dumpster fire for the weeks of March 28th to April 10th. I am Bridget Fetacy. Now make me rich! <laughs>